0: Shaking it up with Sheikh Nightly Ramadan Reflections. In a really beautiful tradition attributed toward Imam Ja'far bin Muhammad in As-Sadiq عليه السلام He states, for every breath you take a thousand thanks become incumbent upon you. And complete thankfulness is to sincerely repent your inability to convey the least amount of thanks. In another anecdote, it is said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, God Almighty, He spoke toward Moses and He said, O Moses, I want you to thank me the way that I deserve to be thanked. To which He responds, O God, I don't have the words, nor do I have the language, nor do I have the ability to thank you the way that you deserve thanks. And when Moses uttered these words, God responds toward him, O Moses, truly you've understood what it means to be thankful to me. During this month of Ramadan, we spend the majority of our day without food or drink. And in the midst of not eating and not drinking, we begin to become thankful of the fact that when it actually does become the time to eat and drink, that we have the food and the water to do so. And in reality, when we take a survey of the world all around us and the images that we're being bombarded with on media, on TV, on the internet, so on and so forth, we're able to see that we have a lot to be thankful for. Every single day, the majority of us have enough food that we can sustain ourselves after a really long fast. We have clean water to drink when a lot of people, not only outside of this country, but even within this country, don't have sufficient water to drink and break their fasts with. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed so many blessings upon us, and oftentimes it's out of our arrogance and out of our selfishness that we forget to be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we go and take a look, we see exactly how many blessings we are surrounded by on a day-to-day basis But again, we need to be a people who are seeing through our heart and not seeing through our eyes. For instance, if you were going home after a long day's work or a long day at school, and as you're walking into your house, you see a briefcase or a large bag right in front of your door. You go to that bag or to that briefcase, you open it, you see a letter with your name on it. And as you open it, You begin to see that it's filled with, I don't know, a bunch of $100 bills. It's filled with cash. The first question that's going to come to your mind is where the hell does money come from? Because naturally you want to be able to spend that money and probably have a million different things of what you want to do with that. But the first question that most people or most moral people or most sane people are going to ask when they see all that money is where did it come from? Because number one, you don't want it to come through sort of of any illegal means. But more importantly, you want to know who gave it to you. And then the first thing or the most natural thing that any ethical, virtuous person would do is find out who gave it to them so that at the very least, they can thank them. When we take a look every single day when I open my eyes when I wake up in the morning, I'm surrounded by so many blessings. I'm surrounded by the fact that I have a roof over my head, that I have running water coming out of my sink, that the sun is shining, that I have heat in the cold, that I have air conditioning in the heat, I have food and I have drink and I have clothing. But more than that, I have, for instance, the ability to breathe. I have the ability to crave food in a beautiful tradition Narrated on behalf of Imam Zainul Abidin, the great grandson, the great great grandson of the Holy Prophet. It is said that whenever he would sit to eat, he would state, Alhamdulillah, allahi ja'alani ashtahi. Oh Allah, thank you for giving me the ability to crave food. Imagine during the month of Ramadan, it's the last hours or the last moments right before iftar. You begin to smell all of that delicious food. Imagine you didn't have the ability to crave what you were eating. Or you don't have the ability to taste the beautiful tastes and the exotic and diverse food that you're going to have for iftar that day. We should be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we're able to use the bathroom when for a lot of people it's so incredibly painful that they're unable to do so. There's so much to be thankful for but we have to be in a state of mindfulness toward really recognizing that so much of what we are surrounded by are just incredible blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He has given to us. And then we have to come and then recognize that once we understand that all of these blessings come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and thus we have to be thankful to Him for the fact that He has given us all of these blessings, then we need to take that one step further and realize that with the blessings that God gave us, there is also responsibility. So for instance, God gave me eyes so that I'm able to see. God gave me ears so that, I'm un- so that I'm able to hear. He gave me the tongue so I'm able to speak or so that I'm able to taste food. He gave me two hands and He gave me two feet and He gave me ten fingers and He gave me ten toes. All of these in reality are blessings of God. But we see that we utilize those same gifts that He has given us to transgress the boundaries that He has given us, which in reality goes against the entire purpose of our own creation and of our own existence. Thus again, we need to be a people who are consistently in a state of recognition that everything that we have been given is a trust and that we should be thankful for what we have been given and then fulfill the responsibilities to them in the way that He has prescribed. If, for instance... My brother, my cousin, my friend was going on a vacation, and they, for instance, gave me their car. But they said, just watch over my car. It would be foolish for me, for instance, to get into that car and take it on a road trip to Toronto or to Washington, D.C. or to Boston because I'm from New York City. And if I did that, and God forbid I put so many miles on it, or even worse, God forbid I got into an accident, I would have done an incredibly awful disservice to the one who entrusted me with what they had given me. And even if they said, yeah, you can drive it a little bit whenever you need to run an errand, it would be irresponsible of me to take that car, for instance, beyond my region, beyond my locale, because of the potential of something really, really horrific to happen. So we need to be in a position toward understanding that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us these divine blessings. And with these blessings, they come responsibility. And if we're not owning up toward fulfilling that responsibility, then we're not fulfilling our responsibility thus to be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in every occasion that we can and with every opportunity and with every blink of the eye or as Imam al-Sadiq alayhi salam says, that for every breath that you take, a thousand thanks become incumbent upon you. But really briefly, I wanted to go and take a look at four really practical things that we can be thankful for to Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala as narrated toward us in one of the supplications that have been given to us by one of the Imams of Ahl al-Bayt in this particular supplication we state alhamdulillah all praise and all thanks is due to God for He has given me the ability to see, to see Him toward understanding Him. Alhamdulillah, <inaudible> all thanks and all praise be to God for giving me the knowledge of Him. And all thanks that He did not make me blind of the heart. The central point of thankfulness toward God is the fact that He has given me the knowledge of Him. Imagine the millions of people who have absolutely no idea who God is. This incredibly merciful and compassionate and generous and loving and beautiful Lord of ours. Imagine for people who had no idea who he is. What would they hope in? What would they seek forgiveness in? When they're going through a tough time, where would they be able to find the solace of support that God is for so many of us? The fact that we know God, the fact that we have this even slight consciousness deep down in our hearts and in our souls, that in and of itself is something that we should be incredibly thankful for. Thus, if we have the opportunity during these blessed days and during these blessed nights of the month of Ramadan, if we're going to be thankful for one thing, or we're going to be mindful that we should be thankful of something, let it be for the fact that we know God when there are billions of people, if not more millions of people, who have absolutely no idea who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. Thus, we recite in the supplication, Alhamdulillah, hamdulillah labi أَرَّفَنِي نَفْسَهُ وَلَمْ يَتْرُكْنِي أَمْيَانَ الْقَلْبِ and in the second line of the supplication, the second thing that we need to be thankful for, we state Alhamdulillah, Jaalani min ummati Muhammad. Sallallahu All thanks and all praises due to God who has made me from amongst the community, from amongst the followers, from amongst the people, from the Ummah of the greatest of God's creation, Rasulullah Muhammad, peace be upon him. And Immaculate Family, the Ahlul Bayt Imagine I wasn't from amongst those who were exposed to the beauty of the character of the Holy Prophet of God, Sallallahu Alaihi Wa. Alayhi just one anecdote, one word, one hadith of the Holy Prophet Alayhi wasalam, has the potential to illuminate our hearts and illuminate our souls. The Holy Prophet alayhi wa alayhi, just reading his biography, understanding some aspects of his life, or like I said, just reading one or two phrases in terms of his advices toward his companions and toward his contemporaries and toward his family members have incredible potential in changing our lives. God has made me and has made you from amongst those who know God's greatest creation. When again, there are millions of people who are absent to the perfect Nature of his character and his justice and his patience and his love and his generosity—it's really important that during these blessed days and nights of the month of Ramadan, we begin to build a relationship with the Holy Prophet sallallahu alaihi We have never done that. That means picking up a book and learning about him. That means making a promise to yourself that when you have the means to do so, that you're going to make your very best effort toward going and visiting the gravesite of the Holy Prophet in the holy city of Medina. Whatever you can do to build a relationship with the Prophet, read his hadiths, so on and so forth, in order to cultivate the love of him in your hearts, inshallah. Thus we say in this supplication, Alhamdulillah alladhi min ummati Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa wa sallam all praise and all thanks is due to God who has made us and who has chose us to be from amongst the followers of the greatest of God's creation sallallahu ta'ala alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam Thirdly what we should be thankful for and as we are advised to recite in this partic- in this particular supplication as narrated toward us from one of the imams of the Ahlul Bayt we الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ الَّذِي جَأَلَ رِزْقِ فِي يَدَيْهِ وَلَمْ الرِّزْقِ فِي أَيْدِ النَّاسِ Praise and thanks is due to God who appointed sustenance in His hand and not in the hands of people. We're a people, we're a human being who often makes so much effort toward chasing after this dunya, toward getting and cutting corners, toward making a couple of extra dollars, when in reality Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed our sustenance, not only in terms of our wealth, but in terms of how many children that we're going to have, in terms of the day of our death, the day that we're born. A lot of what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has been given us has been determined and has been decreed. And yes, there are different narrations that tell us how we can extend some of those things, how we can increase some of those things, but that's for another discussion. At the end of the day, we need to understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has determined and decreed certain things within our lives. So we need to be in a state of contentment. And when we read this particular line from this specific dua from one of the Imams of Ahlul Bayt it states, Alhamdulillah nas." all thanks is due to God, for He is the one who decreed it. And not the people. If God took care of me when I was in the womb of my mother and if God took care of me when I was so tiny when I entered into this world and through the years I've gone through different ups and downs be it in my spiritual health or be it in my physical health Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has been there side by side with me وَنَحْنُ أَقْرَبُ إِلَيْكُم مِنْ حَبْلِ الْوَرِيدِ And God is closer toward the creation than His own jugular vein as he states within the whole of Qur'an, know that God's not going to leave you, so we need to be in a state of contentment and thankfulness for the fact that He is the one who sustains us. Because we know that if I do one thing toward my co-workers, toward my colleagues, toward my superiors, toward my family members, if it's a word that I say or a physical act that I perform or the smallest mishap or error, relationships are broken, you can potentially get thrown out of the house, lose your job, whatever it might be, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, no matter how many times we transgress, and no matter how many times we turn away from His command, He's always there to give us another opportunity. Because He is the one who determines that sustenance of ours, and it's not in the hands of people. Because if it was in the hands of, our, of members of our community, of our human community, we'd be left alone and would be isolated and marginalized a long time ago. Thus we state, الحمد لله الذي جعل رزق في يدي ولم يجعل الرزق في عيد الناس. And fourthly and finally in this supplication, we state, Alhamdulillah لله الذي سترى ذنوبي وأيوبي ولم يفضحني بين الخلائق. And all thanks and all praise is due to the Creator who has not exposed my sins and my faults to the people. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, God Almighty, is so incredibly merciful and He's so incredibly compassionate that however many mistakes that I make, not only does He give us another day or another moment so that we can repent for that sin that we committed, but He's so merciful to the extent that He never exposes my sins toward anyone else. If my parents, my siblings, my spouse, my children, they knew of the sins that I committed, they wouldn't even look at me. But it's out of God's mercy and God's generosity and God's compassion that He hides that from everyone. And if it were not for that, again, would be a very lonely creation. But again, out of His mercy and out of His generosity and out of His compassion, we need to be in a state of thankfulness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Thus we state, "Alhamdulillah, الذي ستر ذنو بي وأيوبي ولم يفضحني بين الخلاق. During these blessed nights of the holy month of Ramadan, let's make our very best effort to re- remember to be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all of our blessings. But if we're unable to do that, then at the very least, let's remember these four things as we recite in this particular supplication. The first one, alhamdulillah alladhi arrafani al alqalb. All thanks be to God for He is the one who has given us knowledge of Him and He has not left us blind. The fact that we know God, we should be thankful to Him that He has given us and exposed that knowledge of Him into our hearts. The second thing we state, alhamdulillah alladhi ja'alani min ummati Muhammad sallallahu alayhi all thanks and all praises be to God, for He is the one who has exposed us to the light of the holy prophet of God, and that we are amongst the followers of the Prophet Muhammad Muhammadu. Thirdly, we recite in the supplication, supplication alhamdulillah and all thanks is due to God, for He is the one who is, he is the one who sustains us and it's, and has it's not left sustenance in the hands of people. And fourthly and finally, we should be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that doesn't expose ourselves and our sins and our faults to anyone, and He keeps it only within Himself, and thus we need to be thankful for the fact that He does not disclose it, and at the same time be in a state of forgiveness, so that He not even poses the question of why did you commit that sin when we state alhamdulillah allatheh, وَلَمْ يَفْضَحْنِي We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He grants us the tawfiq to be thankful to Him for all of the blessings that He has given us. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to inspire us with His remembrance and with the knowledge of all of our surroundings so that we're able to be consistently in a state of thankfulness to Him during these blessed days and nights of the holy month of Ramadan. Alhamdulillah لله رب وَصَلَ اللهم على سيدنا ونبينا محمد وعلى اهل بيته الطيبين الطاهرين follow on Twitter and look out for him on Facebook